1: recording a second (laughs) intro. (laughs) Some people are drunk from candy. Um, Some people are drunk with power. Choking on crackers. So we just want to take a moment to let you know that we have figured out what we're going to do for our four-year anniversary stream. Uh, This will be on Monday, May the 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So for Christmas, Tass had playbooks, not had, made playbooks for each of us, of us, and then had art done for them. So they are full- ass playbooks uh, so Tess is going to run a monster of the week game and we're going to play the playbooks that he made for us for Christmas that's going to be what we do on our anniversary stream
3: uh, I want to just throw out there that for pretty much everybody I just sort of went for the joke so these are not balanced playbooks <laughs> we are going to get fucked up <laughs> you're either going to die immediately or be living gods and I don't know which just way like it's to like in real go. life yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: so it'll be fun uh, we'll take the first chunk of it to just go over the playbooks and, and what not uh, cause there are some very good elements inside of them um, so yeah you can join us for that over at twitch.tv slash the crit show and again that will be on May 30th at 8pm eastern I think with that it's time to let the recap roll we see the skin and the clothing reform around Kara O'Dupale. As she sits up, she yawns and out of her mouth floats the gold energy of the Chosen and it moves slowly around Damien, bathing him in this gold light and the gray from his skin starts to fade and the horns sink back into his head. And there stands a handsome black man in his late 20s smiling down at his mother. The light hovers around him for another moment and then darts into the cavern across the river engulfing Tass. How do we get
2: out of here? Where are we exactly? We're in some kind of burial ground for, like, heroes. And I don't know how we get back exactly. Do we just get back in our coffins? And I'm totally chill with the logic of it.
1: All right, so you all get into your respective coffins, some of you sharing coffins with others. You close the lids. You sit in silence for a couple of moments. And then again, you hear the repetition of the falling feet. And your coffin is lifted. And you feel yourself being walked, starting to go higher and higher and then the footsteps stop but it has not been nearly long enough and you hear something outside moving around the feet that have been moving you you've taken something
2: from my land now you face the harvest man man my instinct is just to kind of like hold still and hope this passes i suspect that won't happen
4: (laughs) cower in our coffins
2: Um, So I think that I like reach like both hands up, like one to kind of slide like the lid of my coffin away and the other one like just coming out in like a I'm unarmed type of gesture. As your hand starts to reach out, the first thing you notice
1: is that there is light here. You're able to see your hand. You're able to see packed dirt above you and a hand shoots out and grabs your wrist. It's covered in a very thick glove and almost burlap sleeves, and you can feel movement in the glove, not just the hand.
5: You open the lid to take a peek.
3: We'll find out if you're strong or weak. Okay. Um. I mean, we heard his voice calling to us. Certainly I heard that, right? Yeah. I guess I'm opening mine too then. Do we hear them opening their coffins? Yeah, I think you can hear the stone
1: sliding.
4: Okay, and I don't hear them being... Immediately killed. totally eviscerated. (laughs) Not
3: at
2: the moment. Uh, You have heard kind of a challenge, though. I want to, like, sit up and look at this thing that's grabbing me.
1: At first glance, it looks like a scarecrow. It's all burlap and odd buttons and sewn patches. But there's no straw coming out of the joints. But again, just the whole thing kind of undulates inside of the burlap
0: i tell Kara, you're not the chosen anymore you don't have the powers that you had before so just just stay here and we'll take care of this i'll be back i'll open up my coffin and i see this thing and i turn back around and i go back inside (laughs) and i close the door you know what never mind we're just gonna stay in here and hope that it goes away (laughs) <laughs> I think there's there's a very similar thing
4: happening in my coffin with Davian. I'm going to push the coffin open and take a look at what is happening and then just sort of like close it a little bit.
5: Come to fight me in the burial mud. You shall not leave here with all your
3: blood. So, okay, wait, What? what supposedly have we taken? You took one who was laid to rest. Now
2: you face the harvest man's test. Respectfully, sir, I think you will find that there are no dead among our number. And the place we are leaving is a place for the dead, not for the living. Only the living are trying to return to the surface world here.
1: It tilts its head looking at you and then moves over to the coffins and it pushes one open and inside are Kim and Damien. And it slides it back closed and then moves over to the other and pushes it open and inside are Kara and Megan. It leans down and gets very close to Kara and it peels the glove back a little bit. And Megan, you see dozens of Harvestman spiders fall out of the wrist and start to climb across Kara, touching her brow, looking in her eye, feeling her breath. And then they climb back onto the glove and the Harvestman pulls the glove closed.
5: What you say seems to be true. I'm forced to let you all through.
3: After watching that display, I cannot get down into my coffin with the lid back on fast enough.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, thank you. And I just I turn around, and dig myself deeper in the coffin and just like hold myself to the wall. Like, oh God, it's a scarecrow.
1: Yeah, and Kara reaches up and, and pulls it closed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I'm sort of like, I guess I I guess I get back in here, and he's just gonna carry us the rest of
1: the way. So now I think that as you are kind of out here, all your coffins are still floating in the air right now. Um, but you do see like foot indentions in the earth below you.
2: Okay, ooh, neat. Um, then yeah, I'll give the Harvest Man just like a a nod, and I will sit back in mine and pull the lid closed. Yeah,
1: Jake, and as you close your coffin lid, you see the Harvest Man's clothes just slowly like collapsing into the ground and thousands of spiders going into tiny holes in the earth. Fuck that. (laughs) Some more time passes in the darkness as you hear the footsteps walking you through the packed earth. And then again, you feel the coffins being set on the ground.
3: I am getting out of mine quickly and just scratching all of my itchy skin that (laughs) has been bothering me for the rest of that trek. Yeah, I'm climbing out.
0: Is it gone? Is the scarecrow gone? Yeah. I'm. Yeah, push open the coffin. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I will uh, also get out of
3: the coffin.
1: Yeah, you were all in Baba Yaga's earthen basement.
3: All right. Well, ain't none of that exactly what I was expecting, but let's go check in, yeah?
1: Yeah, I'll lead us back up out of the cellar. Baba Yaga is sitting in her chair uh, with a cup of tea, and you can see from the tag hanging out of it, that's one of the ones
5: that Tess brought.
4: Aw. Nice.
5: Hey, yeah. how is it? Oh, it's not bad. It's a little sweet for my taste.
3: Good enough for me. We uh, have an old friend, and I'll step aside as everyone else filters out of the basement.
1: And as you all step out of the basement, you see Baba Yaga's eyes light up when she sees Kara.
3: Oh,
5: isn't this a pleasant surprise? I simply thought they were going to be questioning you, but somehow... You're back. It is that young Damien. uh, Reunited after all this time.
1: Yes, it was quite a surprise for me as well. But I'm glad to be back, to be reunited with Damien. I'll
5: leave it at that. No need for the three of us to talk more.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We did get her story. I see what you mean now. Uh, We've talked before about feeling like we aren't told the things that we need so that we have the tools to be able to help properly. But I get needing her to be the one to explain this, so I just want to make sure to ask, now that we have that context, is there anything that you can add to prepare us for what we need to do?
5: You have gathered many of the pieces already. You must talk to the gods. What we did before, it will not work the same way, but I have no doubt that you will all figure out some way to make it work. But the gods, oh, the gods are the ones you must talk to. Convince, they are a prideful lot, stubborn, arrogant. Make them remember why they're here.
3: I think we can do that. Speaking of the last time I was here, that was me too. I came here to take something that I hadn't earned. You made that abundantly clear, and I didn't see it at the time. I learned, though, so we're going to use what we've learned. You
5: have my apologies. Unfortunately, learning often comes with a cost, something you all have experienced time and time again, but it has prepared you for what must be done. I just nod.
0: How How do we speak to the gods?
5: I think that Jake might be your best tool. He has been host for many
2: of them, if I recall. I kind of shrug and nod. Yeah, I mean, I've been able to call an audience with them before. I know I'm not, that's not what's filling my crystal really anymore, but I think I could still make it work. Oh, you know about the crystals, uh. Yeah, know basically what they are and like kind of how they work. I know that we've all got them.
5: Yes, it was our last gift to humanity before we cut ourselves away, hid ourselves. After our ritual was done and we had lost Kara and some of the gods, they wanted a way to be able to bestow power in the world. So we worked together
2: to come up with these. We like to call them potential. Um, yeah, I think I kind of look around at everybody and, Again, like kind of shrug and say, oh, well, we got more to do, so seems like we should start getting back, right? Yeah. Kara
1: looks at Baba Yaga once more. I'm not exactly sure where Damien and I will go. I don't suppose you have room for guests for a little while? Oh, and it comes to old friends. And she holds her hands up, and you see this magic start to ripple off of her fingertips, and the wood all around you creaks and shifts. And expands, and you can see the living room getting larger and wood coming out of the sides like it's forming additional rooms.
5: There's always room.
2: Uh, I'll give Damien like a tap on the shoulder and then like a wave to his mom and Yaga and say like, we'll see you guys soon. He stops for a moment and reaches into his pocket and pulls out
1: a set of keys. Keep an eye on it for me. And he throws you his keys. <laughs>
2: I, I am instantly aroused <laughs> 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 I i I'm, I think just like uh, like a warm feeling overtakes me like a smile spreads across my face as I look at these keys I can't wait I know what this car looks like for me I can't wait to see if it still like shifts for everybody or if it just becomes my ideal vehicle oh yeah and um I'm not exactly
1: sure where it is right now I don't know if it's like where I was in it last like Tas and I just vanished out of it and usually it goes with me but now that i don't have these powers like i don't know if it's just on the side of the road in indy where we were or what
2: all right yeah i'll i'll, I'll figure it out yeah don't it's in good hands don't worry it's like a scavenger hunt yeah
4: we'll just walk around and just beep beep those keys until we hear it <laughs> <laughs> i want to uh, look at uh damien and Kara and sort of clap damien on the shoulder congrats man Thanks. Hey, uh, next time you're in Chicago, maybe uh, we could all hang out since our moms are friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently. yeah. And now yeah. she probably won't want you dead anymore.
1: That's a plus. it be a lot easier now.
4: Yeah. Also, I'm really sorry about um, the one time where I tried to banish you back to hell. I, that actually hasn't happened yet, but I'm...
0: I'm sorry for what
4: I'm about to do. I'm proactively sorry that I did that.
1: Oh, please don't send me there. I don't have any powers anymore. I think it would be a really rough turn.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Anyway, congrats. I'm going to go. Yeah, before we head out, uh, I'm heading over to Davian, and I flip him a coin. What's this? Just making sure you could still catch him. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've got a lot to do here and catching up with your mom and everything, but, you know, in between trying to save the universe, you know, if you're ever back in Indy and, you know, want to hang out and do something. Uh, you know, Sonic has these, like, blackberry slushies that I'm into right now, so, yeah, maybe we could give it a try.
1: I just gave my wheels to Jake. Uh,
0: I've got a moped. It's fine.
1: I was going to ask if you got a second helmet.
3: <laughs> and he hugs you. I hug him back. Uh, I'm just standing by the door, watching and and, and smiling with them, and I, I'm just... Uh, pretty emotional right now about all of this and this change and holding this golden gun. Um, So I think as the others turn away from the group I just wave at them staying and follow them out.
1: As you're all leaving, Baba Yaga turns and moves to the door to close it and again her her nose gets a little long as she sniffs Megan.
5: Oh, how was my good boy?
0: Oh, the dog? Oh, he was so good. Good. Well, I mean, he wasn't great when we found him, but we made him better.
5: Ah, he
1: won't forget that. Here. And she hands you a dog bone,
5: but it's made of stone. If you ever need him, just
0: break it. Oh, boy. Okay, thank you. Uh, what's his name?
5: His name is Cameron. Ah! Yes. Oh, good.
0: Great. Uh, Thank you so much. And I'll put the stone in my pocket.
1: And uh, Damien and Kara sit down at the table and Baba Yaga starts to move around the kitchen like she's prepping a meal. Yeah,
2: start trekking back towards
1: where Everett dropped us off. All right, the group of you head out of Baba Yaga's now slightly larger hut and make your way through Shorsky National Park and he is there waiting. Everything goes planned. Sort of.
4: Better than planned, actually, I think.
1: Yeah, that's a good thing. You take a number of days that Turned out better than you expected. The number of days turned out worse than expected. One side of that scale is normally much heavier.
3: So, where are you heading next? I have this other inkling, you guys, that if we're we're talking about this energy being out there, these pieces of the gods, I think we need to head up to the North Pole sooner than later. I don't know exactly what's there, but TJ used to have this, and that's where he was ripped apart. Mm. So... I think I think we need to go over that place again with eyes that now understand how things were and well really are now. Okay.
0: Are we just gonna head straight there then?
3: I mean I'd sure like to go sooner than later. The more things that we keep on our docket that we ignore, they just tend to fester and I, I don't want that to happen, but I know a few of us are a little little beat up right now, so I you know, I know we need to do what we need to do.
4: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty hurt. If this can't wait, then I will, um, then, it, it, yeah, we shouldn't We shouldn't stop on my account,
3: but. I mean, I, I can see to you as well. I can at least take care of any of the minor stuff.
2: I can do a little bit of healing, too. So, I mean, it's not going to be a short flight. Wait, sure. How short of a flight is it to the North Pole? Actually, it might be a relatively short flight. It'll be about a 17-hour trip. Yeah, that's a good, that's enough time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yes, why don't you roll me some healing moves. Let me know who you're working on. I'll try to magic Megan for for one, and you can medic Kim for two. Yep. That'll get them both up to just a single harm, and then they can rest in first aid, mundane first aid. Yeah, okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, roll it. It's a
2: mixed, so you heal two. Okay. Uh, I also got a mixed, and I think the only one I can logically pick probably is it has a problematic side effect.
1: All right, I think that it... Puts Megan asleep for a good portion of this flight. Uh, I'm thinking of that instead of being able to like magically hyper heal her body, you just cause her to go into a sleep that is very restful and and helps heal her body.
0: This is the best outcome, I think. This <laughs> no. is this is preferable. I meant problematic.
1: Um, is there anything else you all want to talk about or do on the way to the North Pole?
0: Nope. <laughs> Other than sleep, <laughs> this is where the problematic side comes in. Exactly. I don't know
4: anything. <laughs> I'd love to call Strom if I can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hello.
4: Hi. Um, so, back from meeting Baba Yaga. She's amazing. Says hi. Um, weird question. Do you now remember anything about the ritual that you did? The one that we spoke about? No. Uh, well, maybe.
1: It feels like a very... Yes.
4: Yeah. Does the name Kara O'Doomhale strike any bells?
1: It's not a familiar name, but it's going to sound strange, but it sparks joy in me.
4: <laughs> yeah. She was, she was in the ritual, and she died in it, but we, we, we brought her back. Actually, Damien brought her back. That's Damien's mom, Strom, and you two were very good friends.
1: Perhaps with a little more time, this will come back to me. I can see a faint sketch, but no picture.
4: Yeah, good. I'm glad. We're heading to the North Pole now to keep looking into more of this ritual, but I just, I I wanted to to check in and see if you remembered something that's wonderful that you do.
5: Yes.
1: Well,
2: good luck.
4: Thanks. Love you.
2: I love you as well. I'll hang up. What do you feel like we're
3: looking for once we get here? I really don't know. I, I mean, the feeling I get that could be completely off base is just that if we had known what we know now, there is something there that would be evident. But that might not be it at all. It's just the, you know, the hair on the back of my neck is standing up kind of thing. It's just that, that feeling that we need to be there. And I trust that feeling. So I can't wait to find out or fight something or run from something or hopefully just find what we need. All right.
1: And now it's time for End of Mystery Questions. Oh boy. So... Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. I, yeah,
3: and I think some we didn't know we were on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, what was the current mystery?
0: Find Kara and learn about the ritual. Yeah. And also stop the ghouls that yes. were... Uh, yeah.
1: Yep. What What is attacking the uh, this burial place and et cetera? Uh, did we save someone from certain death or worse?
4: We saved the dog. Yeah.
1: Don't try to tell me that a dog's not a someone. Oh, I'm going to give you twice the experience for that one, <laughs> because dogs are way more way more, someone <laughs> than people to me.
0: <laughs> They're worth at least two people.
1: Oh, at least. Um, did we learn something new and important about the world?
4: That's like all we did. <laughs>
3: uh, we got so much context for the ritual that was performed. Um, sort of a lot of the how and the why, which <laughs> were things that we didn't have lined up yet. Mm. Uh, learning about this sort of golden energy that was the original chosen energy and how that worked was a whole new thing for us. Um, also, the context of like these sort of spaces in our heads or, you know, our souls, our essence, whatever, that can be not just chosen, but these primal forces of the universe that mm. can empower us. That's yeah, the a new spin. Potential,
1: as Baba Yaga called the it. The potential, Yes. And did we learn anything new and important about one of the hunters?
0: I think going off of what Tass said, especially that potential that all of us have this, including Kim. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely something that I
4: didn't know. Like, I I knew that the three of them had, like, crystals um, for whatever reason, but I didn't know that about myself. Yeah. And even just Jake being able to actually see them. Mm. Also, Tass being the chosen again seems pretty significant.
2: Right. Yeah, that he was like... That he was the chosen, like he wasn't made to be the chosen, he like genuinely is. Yeah. All right, so everybody gets two points of
1: experience. Does anybody level up from that? I do. What are you gonna take?
4: I'm gonna take another seer move. Which one? I'm gonna take Apollo's gift. When you manipulate someone using information gained from a vision, treat a mixed success as a success and a success as an advanced success but on a fail, your truths are seen as lies by bystanders for the remainder of the mystery.
3: Uh,
0: that levels me up too. What are you going to take? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Just Another Day from The Searcher. And what does that do? So when you have to act under pressure due to a monster, phenomenon, or mystical effect, you may roll plus weird instead of plus cool. Nice. I think with learning more about where my powers come from and having done a bunch of research on my place in all of this, it makes sense that I would lean more into my powers and kind of my weirdness in magical monster situations.
3: Nice.
1: So the majority of a day passes and we find ourselves at the North Pole and Everett slowly lowers Mother Hen down to the ground in the location that you know Santa's Village used to be.
3: All right, y'all. I'm not Super sure what we're looking for, but I guess start at the source? Ugh, Jake, I, I hate to ask it, but where was the spot? Um, it, it was over here. I'll just start making my way over with him and keeping an eye out, just looking around for I don't know what.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I I walk over and like just kind of stop thoughtlessly, like standing exactly where I was standing and just looking at the ground. And seeing what it looks like, because I remember what it looked like then. A layer of frost has covered
1: over what you saw that day, the blackened, almost glass of ice. But you don't see anything out of the ordinary in the area. It doesn't seem like anything has been here since the last time you were here.
2: I mean, I don't I don't see anything new here. Was it on the surface? Do we need to be looking where Noel used to be?
3: Maybe. I'm... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scour the place guys so like wherever you want to go or if we should all stay together i I don't I don't know I just I'm gonna look in every building hell I'm gonna go out to the ocean if I have to there's that spot where some of the vampires were like working the spells I, I don't know I'm just i'm I'm just gonna see what I see and and i'm I'm still I'm just kind of going through the motions here as I am just walking towards the nearest building and and starting to Push through the debris and the the stuff that had been broken in the battle and just looking over everything I can find.
4: I've found like a big heavy coat from it's probably Everett's that I've I've borrowed Um, and very tentatively I want to walk to the spot that Jake indicated and get down on my knees and touch it and see if I get a vision.
1: Yeah, we'll investigate a mystery.
4: That is a six, but I can still ask what happened here on a fail.
1: In this vision, you can see the snow swirling around and Jake and TJ tussling with Koschei, trying to get him locked into place. And the scene for you pivots 180 degrees and you see Nash standing in the snow watching like he's waiting for something for a moment to happen. And then you see his eyes flash and this gold energy is drawn towards him and he opens his mouth and his mouth and his eyes glow with this gold energy and in that same moment as he's drinking this in very quickly you see a blue energy followed by a pitch black energy both fly into him and for a brief moment his eyes flash black and he is surprised but then that black fades away and you see him shake his head a little bit as if something wasn't quite right. But then he looks ahead and then he smirks and vanishes. And then you are back in the cold in the present.
4: Just so I don't give anyone false information here, I saw Nash like devour the gold and the builder energy and the death energy.
1: Yeah, that's what you could surmise, that he was doing one thing and then something else happened that he wasn't expecting.
4: Fantastic. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll get up from the ground. I know what happened to that energy.
2: What, What energy? What are you talking about?
4: Um, Koshes and the builders. Nash devoured them the same time that he devoured, Megan's grandpa calls it, the gold. And he looked kind of surprised when it happened.
2: So does that mean that he has them?
4: I think so, yeah.
2: It seems weird that the devourer could devour something as substantial as its equals. You know, things like luck and fear and whatever. I mean, those are a little bit less tangible and less powerful, but if the devourer could just eat the other
3: gods, why wouldn't it have?
4: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but that's what I saw.
3: So we don't have to figure out how to separate a vessel from a god. We have to figure out how to separate a vessel from three. I mean, we don't know that
2: devouring that energy made him the host for it.
0: I can't imagine that he would be able to be the host of it if he didn't, I guess, hold the qualities that that energy requires. I mean, the empath died, but that energy still went out and it looked for people who could embody what that meant. We know people can be vessels for multiple types, but like we've seen with Aiden, he started out as the empath and maybe he could always be a devourer, but it seemed like that's not something that could have ever happened until he became what Nash made him.
3: I hope you're right. I mean, that sound, the logic there is sound, but I know this is so stupid, but When I think about an entity, the entity of the devourer, I mean, they are all their their own virtues, right? They are the epitome of that title. I mean, when we devour food, we take in its nutrients and use them. It powers us. So what does that mean when the embodiment of devouring something eats a god?
2: I don't know. I mean, if, if Nash is the devourer, then he's got potential, right? But they can only hold one thing. True. If he is actively utilizing all three of those, then it's something that shouldn't be possible. It's something beyond what we would have imagined. It sounds like it's something beyond what Yaga would have imagined. Like, that's not supposed to be how it works. So maybe he's getting something special out of it, but uh, I don't feel like any evidence right now points to the idea that he's all three.
3: You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so best case, he's just got them stored away. He's got them good and swallowed, and so now we can't use them for the ritual that we need. We can't find hosts for it, so we'll have to address that somehow. Worst case, he's done the impossible and is using them. But I think you're both right. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's it. One more question for the gods? Yeah, I suppose it is. I mean,
2: from what I can tell, nobody's been here since we were, so I'm pretty sure it's safe if we do want to split up, cover more ground, see if we can't find anything out of the ordinary here, or, you know, I guess something that was here before and... We just didn't notice.
3: Yeah, all right. I'm I'm. going to still sweep through just to see. There's uh, other things here. There is a lot of context we didn't have when we were here. So, uh, yeah, I'm still just going to look through. But, I mean, thanks. I, I think, really, I think that's the track we need to be on now.
4: Yeah, no problem. I'm glad that I could help.
1: So it sounds like you're all splitting up. Um, Where specifically are you all headed?
3: Uh, I think I'm going to head towards... Like, the rubble around, like, the underground part that was under Santa's workshop. Oh, okay.
4: Um, I know it's been pretty well destroyed, but I'd like to look at where Noel used to be and see if I could use my psychometry to get, like, any kind of visions from it.
1: Okay. So you're headed down with Tass, but just a different direction.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'm real cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going back onto the helicopter. I'm
0: going to go inside. <laughs> I think I'm headed towards the kind of candy cane. I've heard about how these were kind of important points for this like force field that had been set up. So I'm going to go see if anything is left there.
1: Yeah, I think there's one like wherever it landed Mother Hen, there's one pretty close by.
0: Perfect. So then I can just go inside if it get too cold.
2: Yeah. I think I'm hanging around this spot. Like I think I'm trying to like encourage everybody else to move away. And I'm just kind of walking around this spot like in a circle like, looking at it and kind of dragging my feet and stuff, and I want to use magic. All right, roll it. Uh, That is a 13. All right, what is your effect? I'm just drawing a radius around this, and I just, I want to observe another time, and I think I'm just kind of standing there and watching this last moment and, like, rewinding it and watching it again. I don't know that I'm really looking for anything new, but I think I'm just kind of watching the last second that I had with TJ. Why don't you roll investigate a mystery? Okay. Eleven. You get
1: a hold, too. What's being concealed here? So the thing being concealed here is very similar to what Kim described to you in the vision that she had, that in this moment of Koshe being struck down, that yes, the energy for death and the energy for the Builder still existed. They were not unmade in that moment. And magically, you can see them being sucked to Nash when he opens up to drink in the gold. And the look of surprise on his face when it hits him versus the smile that he gives you before he leaves don't match up.
2: I don't know if this makes sense. What was it going to do?
1: In that moment that Nash leaves and gives you that smug grin, you took it in the moment as a smug grin of victory of what he had caused to happen. And it becomes clear to you in this moment that it was a smug grin of having escaped a situation that they didn't think they could get out of. And the thing that it's going to do is push the energy of the Builder and the Devourer out of Nash so that he can become Death.
0: show is a crit show studios production edited and produced by brandon wentz with music by jake Purley. you can find more information about us at the crit show podcast.com to keep up to date with upcoming live shows contests and other special events follow us at the crit show on facebook instagram and twitter for even more weekly content join us at patreon.com slash the crit show The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers
3: flourish. Edgar said to the interviewer, "He was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault." Yeah, at all. I know what he thought. Doctor Edgar's didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he, he thought. He thought it was designed to keep something in.
2: Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone
3: in it on a daily basis?
2: Oh my God! Everyone, hold on to something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a
3: dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! It's spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. Fathom, the first season of Derelict. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or learn more at derelictpodcast.com.